It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to The So So Show with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. It's a look at life in the SO postcode hosted by her, Zoe Hansen. And him, Simon Clark. Now this week, we've got an entertaining new food festival preparing to roll into the city. There are bars, there are circus performances and then there's music as well. That whole festival environment but centred around food. And we meet the people behind a well-known building's makeover. The idea was to take what is a brutalist looking building right outside the station and transform it into something a little bit different. Are you all set for the coronation? Set as in, have you seen my bag of bunting out there? I walked straight past it, didn't clock it. Right, okay, so so bunting is out. It is the bunting from the Jubilee. It is all of our little props from the Jubilee, minus the Queen mask. Well, you know, Charles <laughs> is very much into the environment, so repurposing it, that would be a big tick from him. Exactly right, exactly right. I am feeling like I'm feeling very British, and I'm feeling like if I wasn't going to the Isle of Wight to do some water sports... I'd be all over it. You know I would. You can get yourself a red, white and blue wetsuit from somewhere, I'm sure. (laughs) Do you know what the most... Just go in looking like Jerry Halliwell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my word. There's a mental image I can't get out of my head. So you've not been tempted to pick up some needles and crochet then? No, I haven't done any crochet. But I did take a detour the other day because I'd heard that there was a post box and I'd been past it once, but I was in a rush. Um, There was a post box down at... Down between sort of Bitten and Wollstone, down sort of Pear Tree, um, where they had a knitted topper and it had the soldiers on it and all of that stuff. I took a detour to go and take a picture of it for our socials and it's not there. I'm hoping that it's sort of adopted by a post box for a week and then it goes to another post box for a week. That's a positive way of looking at it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. But I'll take your post box topper and I'll see you, the charity shop in Bishop's Waltham, which has got two crocheted crowns, a crocheted robe and a crocheted scepter in their window. I mean, amazing. I mean, go big or go home. Right. Something else that might interest you, we have more street parties happening in Hampshire than any other county in the country. And that's something to be proud of, Absolutely. Isn't it? You know that the coronation is on, on the big screen. I know that you mentioned it before, Simon. West Key are putting it on down at the Esplanade. West Key, the food bit. West Key, the food bit. That's it. By the old walls, where they put on the Greatest Showman thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their digital fireworks. It's down there. That's where you need to go. I think there'll be a massive party down there. Because we know West Key do it right. Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. This week on The So So Show, we're going to introduce you to someone that we've been talking round about about for a while now. Ryan Barber, who is head of offices at FI Real Estate. They're behind the building in Southampton that everyone's talking about. FI are basically, I would say, one of the largest owners of commercial real estate outside of London. We currently own around 10 million square feet of space in the UK, office, industrial and retail. And at the moment, we're in the process of building another three to five million over the next two years. But we know you in Southampton because of the bulb and what is on the bulb. The building formerly known as Nelson Gate, which is is now being rebranded and renamed The Bulb, was a concept that we came up with maybe about eight months ago. The idea was to take 
what is a brutalist looking building right outside the station and transform it into something a little bit different. The idea is to build something for the STEM community. Predominantly these, these businesses are, are usually put on the outskirts of the city uh, in science parks or, or business parks. It's the fastest growing industry in the UK at the moment. What happens is it's hard to fish from a diverse pool of people because you can't offer them that central location. You know, we've got a great building here that we'd invested heavily on inside. So we've got a lot of vacant space that we, we really you know, want to get out there. So now we can see how sort of forward thinking it is from the outside because of the mural that everybody voted on and even just getting the QR code from Mr Mosaic, our famous Southampton artist, Will Rosie. And the fact that the paint is carbon eating and all of the... Right, just explain how you get from, OK, we've got an office space to being this forward thinking. So it all started really on a sort of rainy day in um, sat in the building. Myself, my colleague Joey, Nella Pang, who's a, you know, amazing agent in Southampton, and Johnny, a colleague of hers. How can we get people to come and see what we're doing inside when the feedback that we were getting from any inquiries or anything was, I'm not going to put my business in that concrete monstrosity. So, you know, the idea was born on a, on a rainy day and the idea of doing something completely different came to light and, and we all just, you know, got so excited that day and then we heard about Lawless Studios, you know, a company that do art of this scale. Then we got introduced to Neuron, the French artist. Then it sort of caught light that you can use carbon eating paint. So then all of a sudden it takes a completely different direction because it's something that's not only going to transform the building from the outside, but it's really good for the environment as well. And that's when, you know, these things then just grow arms and legs and, and you know, they, they run for themselves. Listen, we had problems along the way. You're always going to have that with anything of this scale. But as I stand here today, you know, looking at it, it, it feels like it's all worthwhile. I know that we, we were literally just both stood looking at it and that's how we got talking. And you were saying that when you got the taxi here earlier, you pulled around the corner and this is what was facing you. But um, how did that make you feel? So to, to pull up today, having last time I saw it was about 10 days ago, it was only halfway through. So to pull up today in the sunlight and to see it finished, uh, you, you know, couldn't help but feel quite emotional about it all because as I say it has been a tough journey along the way we've had ups and downs there's been times where maybe we thought are we doing the right thing here you know so had early doors when we announced it there's a bit of negative feedback from the general public but I spent quite a lot of time sadly over the weekend you know just looking at comments on social media and things like that and generally you know people seem to love it as soon as they know it's not council money they're fine with it do you know what I mean and they go oh yeah it does brighten the place up and it's the first thing you see if you come out of Central Station on this side of the concourse. It can only wow you, can't it? Yeah, I mean, we, we're in, we've we got a great relationship with Southampton Council and there's, there's longer-term plans for this building and this area and redevelopment and stuff that will come in, in the coming years, but... We always see this building as the gateway to Southampton. Like you say, as soon as you step outside the station, it's the first thing that you see. So now, hopefully, when people arrive in the morning, it puts a little bit of a smile on the face when they come out of the station. It brightens up the area. It, you know, it's, let's hope that um, yeah, it encourages people to not look to the right and, and to see certain buildings that we all know that, that may not look the best. They, they can focus on, on a great piece of art. So do you know what's funny about that? 
I went down there to take a picture of the finished article. And there was a guy stood next to me with a lanyard and he was looking at his phone and he was also taking a picture. And it was Ryan. (laughs) And we started chatting and I went, no. And then he said, oh, are you from the So-So show? I saw a video of you and Will Rosie. Remember the QR code mosaic? Ah, I recognise you. And I said, ah, can I grab you for a chat? I've got a microphone in the car. (laughs) Always ready, Simon, always ready. The So-So Show. I realised last week that my... My life has changed. We're on a different level now. We're looking for different experiences. Last Friday night, I didn't go to a pub. I didn't go to a bar. I didn't go to a nightclub. I went on a bat walk. (laughs) What? Did you go to the pub afterwards? No. (laughs) Wow. We've spoken to them before on the So So Show. Sholing Valley Study Centre. So there's a conservation area around there. Lots of people take their dogs down there for a, for a walk and a run around. And it's the most beautiful place right in the middle of Sholing. And it's Miller's Pond. Now, that did used to be a mill, but this bat walk just explained exactly what goes on down there and what it used to be, what it is now and what happens there. Um, And we talked about bats and I was thinking we'd probably see one or two maybe if we're lucky. We saw loads of them. Was it like that scene from The Lost Boys? (laughs) (laughs) It was a bit, but they they gave us these bat detectors. Like, it's straight out of a film, isn't it? (laughs) There's a bat detector and it has the sonar so you can hear them like with this little clicking and you know that they're around. And then all of a sudden, as dusk starts to settle they just come out to feed and there were I'd say nine or ten of them flying around our heads um they were so close they literally swooping past our eyes and it was the most amazing experience and how did Lois cope with being dive bombed by bats loved it absolutely loved it um, we saw a slow worm on the way round. Um, did you know that there's the sort of, it's, it's sort of like a marshland. Um, after the war, there was a bit of Miller's Pond that they filled in. They chucked a load of rubble and rubbish and all sorts. And that's why it keeps sinking. But in ah. there is a World War II bomb as well. And they don't know how far down it is and they don't know where it is or anything else. There's so much going on around there. Honestly, get down there, go to Sholing Valley Study Centre. There's so much to learn. Did you know that bats are involved in tequila production? No, I didn't. They pollinate something or other and then that becomes tequila and... Good to see that you were paying attention. <laughs> I wasn't in the pub, but I was thinking about the pub. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. This is a really cute idea for the New Forest. The New Forest has a Monopoly board now. Oh, I've seen this. One of my favourite hotels has a slot on it. Which one is the... Burley Manor. Oh, lovely. And Balmalorn is on there. They've had the Monopoly guy go around all these bits of the New Forest... My question is, those markers that are yours, like, what do you want to be, the top hat? No, what could you have? Like, I'd have a pony. Obviously, there would be a New Forest pony. A piggy. 
Yeah, Panage Pigs. Yeah, a lost Taurus. Open top bus. <laughs> An open top bus. Grockle yeah. trying to feed a horse <laughs> without being aware of the rules. Um, an ice cream. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I like it. I like it. And a sailor from Livington. There you go. The So So Show. Next on The So So Show, we're going to catch up with a friend of the podcast, Matt Sanger. We've spoken to him before, but this time we're talking about the Summer Festival Street Food Circus. It's an exciting new food festival with a rather unique vibe. So there's an amazing event that happens in uh, Cardiff uh, run by Something Creatives and a bunch of people that have come together to create Street Food Circus. It's been wildly successful over the last nine years in that it just creates these amazing festival-like environments for food, um, street food in particular. But there are bars, there are circus performances, and then there's music as well. So that whole festival environment, but centred around food and the brilliance of coming together and eating together. But you're on the So So Show, so can I take it that this is going to come to Southampton? Absolutely, absolutely. I am uh, working with Matt the Hat from uh, Street Food Circus, who... Many of you will know from his installations at Bestival and Common People and Camp Bestival, uh, such as the Inflatable Church and the world's biggest inflatable castle. <laughs> but Matt is an incredible guy and we are bringing the team down to Southampton to create the first street food circus outside of Wales in our brilliant city. So where, when, how, what will we see? The first weekend of June, so the Saturday the 3rd and Sunday the 4th of June, we'll be rolling up into town and there will be approximately 15 food trucks all serving incredible food. Everybody's catered for, so whether you're a a carnivore or a vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian there's going to be something there for you also amazing drinks cocktails beer cider all the sort of things that you'd expect at a festival but a lot better um, than some of the festivals that we end up having to drink at <laughs> sometimes you've got to drink to get through it right well this is true this is true that that does help but this is a, a much more of a family friendly environment you can bring your dogs if you want to and just a brilliant place to come together have some fun have a good couple of drinks have some food enjoy the music so we've got some brilliant djs playing over the course of the weekend and what kind of music we're not going for a specific type of music it's more of a vibe so we've got my good friends vanilla records are going to bring in and uh, their vanilla record sound system we've got soul 45s so their incredible party that they bring we've got some uh, new up-and-coming djs we've even got a, a couple of children uh, djing as well just to add a little bit of a uh, intrigue to the occasion we've got some fantastic djs got some old school djs that used to play at bar centro in southampton people that play at you know overdraft and also further afield but yeah it's going to be a lot of fun and the circus performance so this is quite a sort of immersive festival, isn't it? You know, that vibe, that sort of party, festival, circus vibe runs through the food, the drink, the music and the entertainment as well. Yeah, absolutely. So the whole look and feel will be created like a festival to present a different, you know, experience for, for people that while they're eating their food. So it could be jugglers, it could be, you know, someone doing some card tricks. It could be lots of different things that you would see in a, in a fairground just to bring it alive. And where is it? This is the interesting bit, I reckon. <laughs> Southampton has a lot of 
sort of secret spaces. And I, what I really love about this is a bit of the, a bit of an underground feel. It's almost like a, you know, a secret rave location. Do we have to go to a phone box on a, a service station to find out where it is? Oh, I wish, I wish. But you know, phone boxes these days, you can go to our social media channels and uh, our website, and that'll have all the details. But it is the Crosshouse Car Park, which is right on the River Itchen um, and near Itchen Bridge. So I've walked over Itchen Bridge loads of times, coming back from St Mary Stadium watching a game and just looked at this car park and thought, what an amazing space for an event that would be. It's like right on the water so we can have, you know, all the tables and chairs right by the water so everybody can have a drink there. But also it's not too close to people's homes where we can have a little bit of fun. But yeah, just love that idea of using different spaces in the city to create new environments for people. I mean, anything involving food and I am there. (laughs) And then with the added entertainment and music and oh yeah it's going to be awesome and i think it's going to be the start of of a lot of people using that space as well because he's correctly identified there's a lot of potential there yeah yeah and don't you just love it when you have those people that just push the city forward that that identify those places right what could we do with it then they're about solutions not problems you know southampton's podcast the So So Show. I just want to cover off a couple of things going on around Southampton. Two pound bus journeys. We all know that they are a thing at the moment. They are here to stay until the end of June. Fantastic. It won't cost you over two pounds to get on that bus and go into town. A bit of sad news, Robin's Nest on the High Street. That is closing down on the 31st of May. But some good news, Unity Brewing. Now, we know that they went into administration fairly recently, only like three months ago. They have been taken over and Unity Brewing will continue. That's fantastic news. What do they call it? Cornflux, that's the one. And another date for your diary. And I know that you're training hard for this, Simon. I know you are. (laughs) June the 24th is Park Run Southampton's 500th event. That's incredible. So come on, you've got to come down for that one. Because it's going to be a party as well. Surely that's going to be oversubscribed. That's going to be the most popular park run in the history of that park run. Surely they're going to have to cap the numbers off at some point. No, no, look, stop trying to get out of it. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just actually checking my diary to see what I'm doing on the 24th. I've got a late night on the 23rd. Yeah, don't matter. in bed by one. Yeah. Uh, yes, you can. Yeah, I could, I can make it. I can make it. I just need to get some training in. I've been working in the mornings for the last couple of weeks and I, my gym classes have fallen by the wayside. You'll be all right. Let's find out what's happening with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. Now, this is at Riverside Park, 11 o'clock. This is on the first and third Tuesdays of the month. It's a health walk. So you meet down at Riverside Park and you go on a walk and it's a bit of a walk and a talk. Do you know what I mean? So first and third Tuesdays of the month. Also in another park this time, Southampton Common, just behind the cow herds. 9.30 on a Sunday morning, park yoga will start this week and another date for your diaries 3rd and 4th of June the People's Pride Party in the Park this is in Palmerston Park in the city centre and it's going to go off if if the weather is good this is going to be amazing oh you can relive the memories of Party in the Park's gone by (laughs) 
Have they got Deuce performing? <laughs> Let Loose, are they coming along as well? Worlds Apart? I worked them. I worked the one that um, Victoria Beckham and Dane Bowers came out oh, for. Oh, that would have been uh, an early noughties one. <laughs> it was, and it was chucking down the rain. <laughs> Congratulations to our winners who bagged some goodies at Hans and Gretel recently by following us on our socials. What are we giving away now? Right, okay, this is a biggie. Dogstival. Dogstival tickets. You could win a family ticket. Just jump on our socials, on our Facebook and our Instagram, and you could be winning a family ticket. If you're not already following our socials, there's another great reason why you should. Have a fantastic week, Zoe. And you, Simon, and thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. 